Hello listeners, this is Lee Price. This is Will Ford from Football365. And you're listening, smartly, to At, At The, the Bridge, Bridge Pod, Pod, a Chelsea, Chelsea FC podcast. podcast, although I would describe it as THE Chelsea FC Podcast. from Eden Hazard, Kai Havertz in the Champions League final, Ivanovic! In the middle, it's just behind him, but it's by Hakim Ziyech. Matic with the ball driver! It's time for another episode of At The Bridge Pod, your number one Chelsea FC podcast. Coming up on this episode... No midweek action? No problem, because it's time for another fantasy draft. Oh, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of At The Bridge Pod. I'm joined in a virtual room filled with lions. I've got all of them today. I've got Ollie, got Berth, got Chris. It's the uh, the Friday show on a Thursday because, you know, you know this could be a, our new primetime slot for the week, but we're just we're keeping it flexible, you know, pretty pretty easy. We're just, but, hey, what I'm going to ask, though, it's always the same question. What are you looking forward to this weekend? Um, I've actually got a really good one. Oh, go That's on, go on, Murph, you're No, 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 Ali, you carry on. It's not often you've got something to do on the weekend, so you carry on. <laughs> <laughs> you're quite you right. carry on. Uh, you're quite right. I- I'm visiting my dad this weekend. Uh, I'm going to go go uh, stay at his for a couple of days. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. Oh, fair, fair. What about yourself, Berth? You, you, were, you were ready? Yeah. <clears throat> so um, me and my girlfriend are going to London to watch Hamilton. Nice. It was, uh, nice. It, was a, it was a Christmas present, so uh, yeah, going down tomorrow, I'll be there tomorrow and saturday so yeah it'd be nice nice weekend it's a away. good show you'll really enjoy it it's well worth seeing i've watched it on um disney plus whatever it's on um and musicals aren't my thing but Gemma loves it so uh yeah i'm sure i'll enjoy it as well what about what about you chris what are you looking forward to uh well i'm looking forward to getting a bit better because i've been <laughs> ill this week so i'm I'm, oh. I'm resting this weekend but i'm hoping to get out and uh because my uh, daughter hasn't got football this week, so I've got a free Saturday morning. So I'm hoping to get oh. out and watch some of the girls that I coach on a f- Wednesday and a Friday, watch a couple of their games. So it's the only opportunity I get to go, really, um, mm. when we don't have a game. Oh, nice. Um, you know what? I've got a niche. I did write, originally, I did write down here what I'm looking forward to, fuck all, because the uh, the <laughs> NFL season's over. But I've, I've got a niche. Oh. Because there's something I found out from another podcast today. Um, and I bet none of you knew that the World Cup was being played right now. And that is the Which World t- Cup. Oh, oh, the 2024 FIFA Beach Soccer World Cup in the oh, UAE. Wow. I- I'm gonna try and watch wow. it because I did I've watched it before and it was it was just fun. So I'm like, yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, Eric Cantona used to play in that and Zico, some other players, I'm sure, but then they're not playing it this year, so but obviously yeah, fair play. I don't know how old they are mm. now is that uh, on uh, is that on Eurosport or something is it oh, yeah that's got Eurosport <laughs> oh, really no, it is I believe it's exclusively on FIFA plus which is some it's it's free it's not like they charge you for it <laughs> of course it's free it's, it's no one will watch it no one will pay to watch that yeah. put some respect on that tournament Stuff like um, Eurosport gives you like the World Badminton Championships and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I only ever touched snowboarding watch. World Cup. That's what I've watched on Eurosport before, and they've got the Olympics now as well because of Discovery. Is 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 a question? Did well, we're going off topic massively here? But what's the most obscure sport you like? Oh, that, that's a question to everyone. 
I can't really. You say like sn- curling, Ali? I'm not like I'm, I'm not like a diehard fan or anything. But if I if it's on, like I'll, I will watch it, and I, I'm quite interested in the strategy of it. I must say, I do like curling as well. I'm with you there, Ollie. It's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's good. See, I'm, I'm a big fan of bowls. I do like yeah, bowls. that's a good one oh, as well. Fair it's play. Good. Arguably, a poor man's curling. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> not really. Just a warmer, a warmer. Yeah, curling. a warmer. Curling. The summer variant. Um, you can yeah. play that on the beach as well. You know yeah. what? You know what? Because uh, I'm going to go with the CrossFit Games. I enjoy that. I, I've I've wow. really got into that now. <laughs> really got into it. So yeah, that, I would actually no. That my my real answer is actually when World's Strongest Man is on. That's probably my oh, favorite. Yeah, that's a good show. That yeah, whenever that's show. on on a random TV channel when you're in like a hotel or whatever, that's always so good to watch. And you look at it and go, I well, could do that. I could do that. But yeah. the thing is, though, is the world's strongest man counted as a sport or a competition? Is that? It's, it's tough. I, f- I feel like it, it probably is a competition, but they are doing like very Multiple. active stuff, aren't they? Like mm, It's stuff, more of a yeah. sport than something like bowling is. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, bloody hell, careful. Um, um, no. Anyway, anyway. Uh, you know what? Let's hit that news. <laughs> oh, it's that time of the week. We're going to check out news you may have missed in the elevator of Chelsea news. Chelsea women have offered a contract to Leon head coach Sonia Bompastor to replace the US WMNT bound Emma Hayes at the end of the season. Chelsea are planning to move on from a number of big names this summer. Uh, Raheem Sterling is one of those who does not have a long-term future at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea have inquired about 21-year-old Everton defender Jared Branthwaite. Chelsea are reluctant to go above their unofficial wage ceiling of around 150000 per week for Conor Gallagher. And finally, Mansfield Town became the first team in more than 25 years to score nine in a football league match as they beat Harrogate 9-2 in England's fourth tier. There's a bit of niche uh, goal-scoring fact for you. Uh what is it Don't from know. this week's news that's grabbed your attention? Is it that Kylian Mbappe will join Chelsea? It's got to be, hasn't it? Come on. <laughs> he's going to do it, isn't he? We all knew he's going to leave for free, but I don't think he'll accept 150 grand a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you could We've still got the unofficial ceiling. Can't have 100. No, 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 no. You, you can be on Paul, parity with Conor Gallagher Paul now. Stanley just standing there being like, no, no, really, we can convince him. <laughs> I, actually, uh, I actually don't think... Out of that news there, there was any good news in the men's team sort of news there. Because the Conor Gallagher thing, I think, is a joke because that just means that they're not working with the manager at all. They're just because he wants to keep him. But they're yeah, going, yeah, I think that's pretty obvious we want to keep him. <laughs> which that, that doesn't that doesn't bode well for a long term success, then does it, if they're already selling players that the manager wants to keep. Yeah. To be and fair, they the... said they are negotiating uh, with Gallagher and there's like an open dialogue. But the thing is as well is like just because he signs a new deal doesn't mean he's not going. Like Exactly. Mm. I think it'll just be that 30th of June. It'll be that yeah. 30th of June deadline, won't it? Because of the whole financial year. Because yeah. we, we got all our... If you look at last season, we bought all our players after basically July onwards and we sold everyone before July. Because obviously yeah. that closure of that window, that that's just how the club's then, been run now. And then the the Sterling news, I've some, I seen some people really happy about that. But uh, the one thing we've been saying for ages is we lack experience, and we're going to sell someone like Sterling who's twenty nine, probably turning thirty, and we're going to lose Thiago Silva and, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. and mm. then we'll bring we'll replace him with someone who's eighty, probably got on low. 
So wow. it's like next year we could have even less experienced in the squad. Mm. So I don't see how that's going to be a positive either. No, I, I can see points. I, I think we just, I think we just have to wait and. See. I mean, it's. I just find it. It's like sending out the players that we've sent out. Obviously, and trying to make pure profit on. Ian Matson's ripping up the Bundesliga right now. He's just. I think he's just got. Is it Bundesliga Player of the Month? It's rookie yeah, of the did, month. Yeah. Bloody hell! I mean. There we go. I mean, that, that if it's 35 million that his release clause is, we don't know officially. If it is, someone's taking that. They're not going to not. I mean, apparently Dortmund won it, don't they? So, yeah, yeah I couldn't no, blame him. Couldn't blame him. Um, you know what? I'll have a chance of winning the Bundesliga with him. Yeah. That's not too yeah, bad. Bayern have been. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's got to be the news that Chelsea have made a move for Sonia Bomperstor of Leon. Because yeah. I remember when the news broke last year about Emma Hayes leaving, I did campaign <laughs> on this show. I went Sonia or Sabrina, obviously of the Serena of the um, England team, because we need that men- winning mentality. And yeah. the fact we're looking to her to continue the Chelsea legacy for me, it's exciting because I I looked at obviously her impact at Leon and debut season, she led the squad to a double, both the the title and the Champions League title. And they made it look easy, Leon did. They dominated the league, 21 wins and one draw out of 22 games. The Champions League final was against Barcelona. They didn't waste any time there, scored all their three goals in 33 minutes. That's Barcelona. That's yeah. that's the team to beat at the moment. That's the Barcelona that cracked us, what was it, 4-1 yeah. in the Champions <laughs> League yeah. final when we played them? And, and then the following season... That momentum carried on. Another league title, 20 out of 22 wins. The Champions League, they lost to us, didn't they, in a bounty shootout. That's no mean. Yeah, it's all right. You know, let's forgive it. Um, but, and then I, I looked at the current campaign, because obviously when this broke, I just had to look, see how they're getting on. They're in the quarterfinals again. They're against Benfica in the Champions League. Domestically, they're running it, you know, sitting comfortably at the top. 14 wins and a draw out of 15. PSG are trailing by 10. I also feel that the benefit of what this move could bring is look, it's it's worth noting that Bumper Store played a big role in shaping some of our current stars, obviously Katarina Macario and Kadisha Buchanan. Mm-hmm. And that was before yeah. obviously they mm-hmm. moved to Leon, uh, London even. And I, I feel tactically as well, she's like really, really solid for us because, you know, there's a she's known for the flexible 4 3 3 formation. And that's, I mean, look at her winning percentage at Leon, 85%. I mean, that that's the effect of bumper store that will bring you. I'm it hyped just, if it goes through, if it, it goes through. It makes me laugh, though. It's like it's like the the executives at the club like saw everything they did with the men's team and went, we're not doing that again. Uh, and went, yeah. <laughs> right, we're going to break the transfer record for a striker and then we're going to get the best possible manager we can. Like, mm. you know, and it... It seems to be a, a sound strategy. I wonder when they'll try it for the men's team. Wow. I all I did see, when I saw the news break, I did think, oh, I'm curious what people will be saying. And I just saw a lot of, oh, legendary card on EAFC. I was like, what? Oh, God, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, oh, listen, no. Some kids, are, like, you know, a lot of people don't uh, watch women's football uh, and they're you, very young. Like, you could see the, anything you, that they can do to get more people watching women's football yeah. is good. And if, oh, if, a, if a legends card does that, then 
Good. You could see the age range quite quickly when you just saw, oh, I know of them on um, on uh, EAFC cards. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Does anyone yeah. call it EAFC, really? Do- yeah, no, so no, still one call does. It FIFA? no, no, no. You mean you're playing FIFA? FIFA. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, it's like, it's the same as the Twitter X conundrum, isn't it? It really oh, is. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they were still, I was watching some news reports yesterday and they were still saying Twitter. On these, yeah, of course they are. Because like, yeah, everyone knows it. No, if I go rebrand oh, something, <laughs> let us know on X, Elon. You, then people are going to be like, huh? what? So it doesn't yeah. help that that's a terrible name as well. Like they changed it to yeah. X, which is a terrible name. Well. The only thing that has got better by calling it X is it's easier to search on Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Right. Main content time. Uh, we're, we're back again with another fancy draft because no midweek action and this episode we're going to be drafting players that the streets won't forget. Three picks each. It's a snake draft as always and the exact definition of what a sh- the streets won't forget player is from what I pulled up was someone who we all recognise within that elite genre of ballers who exclusively fall under the bracket of individualistic crowd-pleasing entertainers there you go uh one season wonders i suppose you could throw in there a little bit if people go i remember him yeah uh yeah i already know how insanely difficult this is going to be because i bet some of us had similar names on our draft boards i really hope not because i've not got many (laughs) i'm hopeful none of mine are picked early because i I feel mine are niche of course they are i've just gone with the beach world cup for the weekend um (laughs) so so (laughs) i've got I did a randomizer and I got Ollie, Berth, Chris, and then me. I'm always fucking last. So Ollie, who's your who's your pick? So my my first pick is a is a player who who arguably needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. Uh, just really skillful, really knows knew what he was doing on the ball. Never really got a big move to a big club, but was always just a phenomenal talent. Whenever you saw him, it's Adel Tarat. Oh, I knew he'd yeah. be on there. I knew he'd be on the board. Yeah. He's, I knew he, he, he was on my list. He's arguably one of the best. I, I could, you could probably make an argument for him for being the best Premier League player to never play for a top six side. He played for Spurs. Yeah, he, um, <laughs> they, they, don't count. they don't count. I think, Villa have replaced them. Oh. I think. Um, I think the problem with Tarate is though, it was just his attitude was just. Yeah, well, he's just. He's really one of those players that's just unbelievably naturally gifted, but just yeah. couldn't be yeah. asked but if he was the best like, or not built in the mould of like a Ravel Morrison sort of attitude but that's kind of what makes some of those players like the way they are if you know what I mean I feel like if he was disciplined and he wasn't a bit of a dick he wouldn't be as good as he is yeah Yeah. championship player of the year 2010-2011 that's all I remember (laughs) great season that yeah (laughs) wow wow, what individualistic phenomenal goals oh yeah Yeah. I mean he's ridiculous and he's also he, he won the title with Benfica because I think they were like a CDM role for him, and he was like really good at it. It was like okay, so yeah. and I think now he's in Saudi Arabia. I think he is. Good for you, Adele. Secure yeah. the bag. So yeah, yeah. right. Berth, who have you got? Who's your first pick? This player is unbelievable. I think his attitude is always great. Well, not maybe not to a certain set of fans, but his attitude is always great. <laughs> great, unbelievably talented. One of the best set piece takers I've ever seen. Oh. Skillful, great dribbler. Oh, he was only only in the Premier League for a very short time, but my God, at one point you could argue he's one of the best players in the league. 
and that is Dimitri Payet. Yeah, I wonder absolutely. If, yeah, he was on mine. I, I, I'm absolutely so glad you said him, Berth, because he was phenomenal. Those like what one player. or two seasons he was in the in for playing for West Ham, he was just he was absolutely brilliant. He, I I couldn't believe how good he was, and and really how West Ham managed to pull a deal off for a, a player that good. I mean, what's I mean, the... technically, yeah. you, you could argue he's, he's one of the best players I've ever seen. That left foot was, was outrageous. Like the some of the guys scored from Marseille, the free kicks. I mean, he, I can't remember how many scored now, but what, there was what, that famous one against that... Palace and stuff. Yeah, that's the yeah. one I'm thinking of. Where it's it doesn't one make any logical, physical sense how he does it. But yeah, and people it forget. Bends. I mean, the, the goal against Middlesbrough where he took on about ten players and just put it in the back yeah. of the net. There was that. Yeah, and then he he got an assist with the, uh, a Rabona and that. That yeah. doesn't get oh talked about. Enough, yeah, honestly. I remember that. Oh wow! So he was what a player! Brilliant. What a player! Oh, Great man. choice, mate. Good day's a good shout. Right, right, Chris, who have you got? Uh, well, I've got uh sort of similar following along the set piece theme. Uh, oh. Non Premier League player. Oh. Um, oh, probably the best free kick take I've ever seen. Oh, Janinia from Leon. Oh. Oh, my man. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, you know what's funny about that, though? You could actually probably pick both Janinos. Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah, 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 you could. Yeah, 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 Janino yeah, but... played for... Was it Middlesbrough? <laughs> yeah, Janino, <laughs> yeah. That was Janino. Yeah, yeah. Palista, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Leon one. Um, the Leon Janino. Like, you could give a free kick away on the halfway line and think, <laughs> oh, that's a good foul to commit. And he would score. <laughs> And it was like, yeah, oh, yeah. He scored from there. Yeah, I remember one yeah. in the Champions League. I think it was against Porto. It was near the halfway line on the left hand side, and he put it far top right hand corner. And it was like, how have you scored from there? It, like it doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. he was unbelievable. Like arguably, maybe aside from Beckham, but that you could make an argument that actually he's probably the best free kick taker ever. I'll have to find you that could, Porto you, one. You out. could argue that. I, know, I remember the Bayern one, which was ridiculous. He had a season at Leon where, especially in the Champions League, where he just did it pretty much every game. Like every time he got a free kick, he scored. It was yeah. like, wow. <laughs> yeah, he's an absolutely mm. ridiculous player. One of my favourites. He's literally, when I think of my favourite all time players, he's up there with Torres and Kaka just instantly because yeah. that free kick, oh, it's just. It was. It's one of them where it's almost like what we see now. Not the same comparison, but James Ward-Prowse. When you give them yeah. a free kick, it's it's like a penalty. That's yeah. the thing. That's how yeah. damn good he is. And I am so glad that my my first pick. Ah, oh, it is the 2010 World Cup edition of Diego Forlan. Proper niche. Wow, wow. That let is, me, wow. Let me tell you about this. The will yeah. not forget that very specific <laughs> version. It's of true. Angola. It's true. That World Cup in Africa, in South Africa, it was special. And we all remember a lot of players struggled to get a handle on the Jobulani. But Forlan yeah. made it his own. And when he I did. researched into this, he had so much preparation on this. Three months before the World Cup, he asked Adidas to send him a Jabulani to practice with. Wow. He did it wow. paid off. I was gonna In say that, that was a smart thing to do, uh, given like the difficulties everyone had with the Jabulani yeah. in the end. Yeah. I mean In he, fairness to yeah. him though, how good was he at Villa Vale as well? Oh yeah. yeah. Like he was and Atletico. And Atletico. Phenomenal yeah. player. I mean I mean the quarterfinal against Ghana, the the pressure was on and he just Bangs in a trademark free kick that left the keeper at the route to the spot. 
And mm. yeah, yeah, Uruguay did bow out in the end, but his brilliance didn't go unnoticed because, you know, not by a long <laughs> shot. <laughs> you know, he scooped up the golden ball for the tournament's best player, the golden boot for the leading scorer, and got goal of the tournament. I mean, that's wow. that's not really bad. something. Not bad, really. You know, not bad. he yeah. was written off during his time at Manchester United, but he, he did become arguably an icon. And he's got, from what I was reading, you know, humility, work ethic. That's what makes the 2010 World Cup edition of Forland special for me. So... <laughs> Yeah. Mikey's Mikey's next pick is the 2004 Euros version <laughs> of Milan <Barros>. <laughs> <gasps> Oh my word! I wish I'd have picked it. Oh my, oh, that is such a good shout. Oh, that's, wow. yeah, it's yeah. a snake draft, Mikey, and you're that next. Is, <laughs> I know. I'm not. I'm going to go with someone that no one is going to have picked. He's still playing to this day, and he's 47 now. Does that help? Does that help? Sorry, 47. He's 47. And he still plays. Is it that one guy who plays in like the Latvian league? No, 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 no. <laughs> I have gone with the living highlight reel that is Lee Trundle. Lee oh, Trundle, wow. You, no. What if, a if, you, if you were picking players for a five-a-side team, first name on my sheet, no questions. Yeah. And yeah. he is he's at Mumbles Rangers. And I love this. When I researched it, he's bagged a hat trick on his debut for them. Of course he did. Wow. And of course he if did. You, Class is permanent, ladies and gentlemen. Back in, back in his Swansea days, he netted 78 in 146. And Soccer AM was sort of his thing. You know, he was the star of the yeah. showboating section because he sent in his own clips to get featured. <laughs> and he, wow. had, he had phenomenal footwork. Um, he yeah. pulled off Zidane, those pirouettes, those roulettes, like nothing. And the moment that sticks with me the most was when he brought down the ball and he did the shoulder roll. Oh my yeah. word. That's like a Ronaldinho thing. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. I loved it so much. I mean, that made me want to do it on FIFA so much. I mean, if listeners, you do not know who on earth this guy is, I promise you right now, just check out his highlights on YouTube. It, it's just, it's just the best three minutes you'll watch. It's incredible yeah. what he did. And I, I just, yeah, he was phenomenal. And he is one of those players. On, I don't know if outside England, he's that well, well, outside the UK, he's that well known. But he really is one of those like maverick players with skill. Like Rodinho-esque yeah, yeah. skills. Yeah. So, yeah. Chris, who's your who's your next pick? Well, Ali said earlier about Tarap potentially being the best player to never play for a top six team in the Premier mm. League. I think this bloke's got a shelf. JJ Akocha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a player. Yeah. Oh, the, he's like part of that prime Bolton side, which. That Bolton team was classic. You could pick loads <laughs> yeah, of that team. It was, yeah, you so could. But JJ Akocha. So funny Akocha, to say that, though. Prime he, Bolton. He, yeah. yeah. He was one of them players as well, though, Akocha. What I loved about him is you could see that he just loved playing. Like he was yeah. always happy on the pitch like oh, yeah. he he played football like it was in his back garden mm. like he and I, I don't really know why he never got a move to a big club like it, it was a weird one because he was he was really good i think he's for a good number of years i think he was quite old when he moved to the ball if i'm not mistaken i, I mean he was at psg and he was he, he, yeah. i think ronaldinho like sort yeah. of saw him as a mentor as well i mean that's fair, yeah, old, he, he was great and he was part of the, I do remember he was part of the 96 Olympic Games win with Nigeria and the 94 AFCON, which yeah. is like, just look at that. 
Look at that star. And then he so went to alive. Bolton. Like the Premier League was so bizarre then, wasn't it? And like, yeah, that, when and Middlesbrough right. and Bolton were powerhouses. <laughs> yeah. JJ Kutcher went to Bolton under the management of Sam Allardyce. Yeah. Just yeah. Wrap, yeah, that wrap I, around your head even for Campo, a second. Even Campo went there. Fernando Herrero. Come on. Yeah. Um, Chalk um, yes. Yeah. Chalk World Cup winner. Wow. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Incredible. Awesome. Right, Berth, who have you got? Right, this player is uh, is non-Premier League. Oh, Maverick lived a, a, a mad lifestyle. If you read up about him, um, proper proper baller, um, real great player, um, an unsung hero, I'd say. For the Galacticos team at Real Madrid, had some amazing oh. assists, some great goals. Oh. His Guti, yes, yeah, love that guy. Guti, what yeah, a player! I mean, for me, he. I think he's got probably one of my all-time favourite assists when he back heels mm. it back to Benzema for about three yeah. people's legs. Um, just yeah. some amazing vision on the guy. Um, could say his lifestyle got in the way of how he played, but he's he was a maverick. This is what sort of this draft is about. Um, he emphasises that. He's just great passer, great great dribbler. Just just never knew what he was going to get of him. And uh, But technically, out of this world. And yeah, what a player. Yeah, he's... He's pretty special. I mean, yeah, he's got he's he's one of them players that you can look up like assists, like one of his like the assist compilations. They're pretty mm-hmm. damn special. He's what he's yeah, certainly yeah. an underrated player as well for certain. But yeah, what? definitely mm-hmm. underrated. I think when yeah. people think uh, you know Real Madrid, they think of all those Galacticos, and he he goes under the radar quite often. He won three Champions yeah. Leagues of them, and people just go, "Oh yeah, Gui." Like, no, yeah, <laughs> that guy, Gucci. man. Right, Ollie, who have you got? You got two. Two lined up now. Yeah, uh, my last two, I guess, because um, because it's we're doing three players, right? Here we are. Right. Um. So the first one um is another player, much in sort of the adult wrapped kind of mold. Um, was a little bit of a maverick, but just an unbelievably skilled player. Uh, I think I mentioned him a couple of weeks ago. Yannick Bellassi. Oh, yeah, Yannick Bellassi yeah. was incredible at points. Yeah, just he was. Just, at times, he genuine, like you say, Berth, he was un- unplayable. Like, and not many players have a have a skill named after them the way that he does with the Balassi <laughs> yeah. flick. And the, yeah, he's sure. just, I I think he's just phenomenal. If you ever if you ever get a chance, again, like it's the same for all these guys. Look him up on YouTube. Look up the highlights, and you'll you'll just be in awe for for ages and ages and ages. Yeah. He was phenomenal. Yeah. And my final pick. Much in the same vein, actually, as the last two, because uh, that's what I've been sort of going for, and also has a skill named after him. Arguably the best of the three that I've picked here. It's uh, he played for Spurs and he played for Man United. It's Dimitar Berbatov. Oh, that's it. That is a good shout. He is a good shout. Like, yeah. He's arguably one. Like he's kind of on the fringes of being like a cult hero, a legend in some ways. But I think he really does kind of encapsulate that streets won't forget kind of player so much with yeah. Them. I always remember that one goal with the specific Berbatov spin that he did on right mm. on the on the touch yeah, West Ham on the line. Yeah, yeah. Just, gets West Ham. Uh, yeah, absolutely brilliant goal. Uh, ju- just a great, great player. And even though he was Spurs, I think we can all tell he was quality. Oh yeah, and the Fulham yeah. thing as oh. well. You know when he was at Fulham and he brought the ball down like just effortless. Yeah, effortless. Yeah, yeah. Best quite... first touch I've ever seen on a footballer. I think Berbatov. Yeah, yeah, you you could argue it for sure. Yeah, for certain. Right, Berth, who have you got? Well, this one, Mike, I'm going to take a page out of your book here. I'm going to go for 2008 to 2009. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Andre Arshavin, right? I'm so glad Ooh. you said him. He was an honorable yes. mention for me, Berth. He was so good. There was that one <laughs> game he scored four goals. <laughs> That's yeah, what I mean. Like, he was he was unbelievable in the Euros. I thought this guy's a player. And then he, uh, I think Arsenal got him in the January, and then he ripped Liverpool open. He yeah. he had pace. Uh, he was a fantastic finisher. Good on both feet. Skillful. Yeah, he only showed it for a season, but he technically but what fantastic. A yeah, what what yeah. a great season! And he gave me growing up. He gave me some um, some memorable moments watching Sky Sports. So for me, I mean, scoring four goals at Anfield, not many players do that. So he's got to be in there because that that spell in two thousand eight, he was uh, he was unplayable as well. That was a yeah, great that, that's that's fair as there. Right, Chris, who have you got? Uh. See, I've still got, I've got one, two, three. Bloody four. hell. Someone's prepped. I've got, like, <laughs> I've got five people on the list and I don't know which one to pick, but I think I'm going to go with Matt Taylor. <laughs> so, wow. That's, that's out of left field. Do you remember yeah, it? Do you remember, do you remember <laughs> that <laughs> season at Portsmouth where we just kept yeah. scoring? Yeah. Banger after banger. It was like every week. It was like you want the ball to fall to someone forty yards out. You want Matt Taylor. Like, oh, and then he, yeah. and then his career just sort of fell off a cliff. But for that one year where he just everything he hit went in, he was unbelievable. Yeah, just he's for a the goals alone. No, he was on uh, uh, left, left back, back sort of midfielder, uh, bit of a hybrid. Left yeah, mid, yeah, yeah. Sort of, uh, yeah. He he was. Yeah. Uh, all I, I remember him recently. He was on. Um, he randomly came up on Football Focus that he was the manager of uh, Shrewsbury Town. He's not anymore. He got fired. But I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> sweet. Of course, you know. Yeah, those goals though. Oh. That that one, the the volley over the keeper from like basically the halfway line where the ball's coming back yeah, at him could. as well. He just scored. He could hit a ball. He could hit a ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean. He reminds me there was another one as well at Portsmouth. Richard Hughes scored a worldie. He does stuff. He does stuff now. I think I need to Google this because he does. I think Syria. I feel like he does something in the Syria. I've I always hear him on like random podcasts. Sure, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a Richard, Richard Hughes. Let's have a look. I'm sure he does something now in Syria. BT Sport. He works as a pundit and he runs a restaurant. Yeah. Hey, there we go. There's something. <laughs> yeah, Italy does stuff with uh, Syria punditry. Oh, wow. What a man. Uh, but, right, my main thing, <laughs> my final pick, who he didn't get picked. I'm so happy he's still on the board. It's Edinaldo Batista Libanio. He's otherwise Ooh. known as Graffiti. The former Wolfsburg forward. Oh, the one who, who was a partner with Edin Dzeko. Oh, yes. 17 years, he lit up the pitch with skills that the defenders, they didn't know what to do. You know, he had cheeky chip finishes. He set up his teammates with ridiculous passes. Graffiti's talent was certainly special. And it just gives me a good excuse to talk about that Puskas nominated goal where he just sends four Bayern Munich players oh, on the floor. Yeah, what a gets goal. dances past them. Yeah, that was on the floor. And then he backheels it into the net. Yeah. Crazy. I, beautiful. And I, I was I did I did my own little bit of research on him as well found out that he went from selling bin liners in Sao Paulo to becoming that global icon. I was like, oh, wow. And yeah, in Germany, he he, he found his groove, didn't he? Under the guidance of, I guess you could say this is a street to forget manager, Felix wow. McGaff. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Before everyone they, mocked they him. The league, didn't they? They yeah, the league everyone, everyone mocks McGaff because of that cheese thing with Hangalan. But 
McGaff <laughs> was a very respected manager in in Germany. So yeah, it's I mean, so funny how like one little moment like that can really I know somebody's I mean, like yeah. yeah, you know their public image just forever. I mean the streets won't forget him because Wolfsburg's historic Bundesliga triumph in 0809, and he he led the league in goals alongside yes Jacko. 28 and 25, Wolfsburg win the title, two clear of Bayern, who they actually beat 5-1 a few games before the end of the season. And it weren't a weak that. Bayern side, because I did check, I did double take, Luca Toni, Frank Ribery, Closer, Podolski, Schweinsteiger. Oof. Wow. Yeah, Get it was a good... That. And like a 19-year-old oh, yeah, Thomas Muller. But Thomas Muller wasn't Thomas Muller that we know back then. But, I mean, lovely stuff. That is, He was a lovely lovely enjoyable maverick to watch and yeah we i feel like we've really done a good draft there yeah I, I was wondering if anyone had any any honorable mentions that they didn't get to didn't get to say because I, I had a couple i had i've got some i had halls giovanni who also nice. was a man city pedersen yes pedersen morton gamps oh. of course and of course Brilliant. one of our little own players alex oh nice Oh yeah, Alex. he is a streets oh, won't Alex, forget. Yeah. Like, a free kick man. Shot. I had um, <laughs> right, yeah, scored two free kicks ever, but what yeah. free kicks? I had Solomon Tari. Exactly. He was an he's an honourable mention. Oh, oh what yes. a good shout! Oh, he yeah. is on mine. That yeah, yeah, he was, he was again, class. That Portsmouth yeah. team, bad. What a player! What a complete midfielder he was. Yeah, yeah. Any more, Chris? Uh, I had Pedro Mendes. I remember him. Gets a lot of scoring, really good ben Thatcher. That's all I can yeah. think of. Yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> ben Thatcher, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Nico Cruncher. Oh, oh, one of my favourites. Yeah. And this is the roguest one because oh. it's a goalkeeper. Oh. Gabor Kerali. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, with the jogging. Just for the sweatpants. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> wow, only goalkeeper I've ever seen turn up like he's sat on the sofa. Iconic. <laughs> I uh, I had a couple uh, honourable mentions. I had um I had Charlie Adam for that one season he well, was in the Premier League yeah. with Blackpool. Yeah. And he, uh, just unbelievable. We did. And he really scored well. against Courtois. Yeah, was yeah. it Courtois? It was Courtois. I can't remember. Courtois. Unbelievable goal. To be fair, um, Papi Cisse. You see him mm-hmm. here. Another oh, unbelievable Papi goal. Papi Cisse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thought he was really. Uh, thought he was just a brilliant player all around. And of course, scored that absolute one. One of the greatest Premier League goals of all time against us. Um, Victor Moses, he was another one for me. Oh, yeah. Um, he feels like a streets won't forget player because he was kind of like the original mm. wing back, mm. uh, before was, school. Yeah. And then my last one is a, is a manager, uh, another manager, Ooh. streets won't forget Wolfgang Wolf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, just, he just sounds on like the a, name alone, he just sounds like, like a conductor at an orchestra. That's a very, <laughs> yeah, you'd hear him around like the times of Mozart, like, oh yeah, Wolfgang Wolf. Yeah, Bloody hell. Love that. Well, that was a solid mm. draft, I think. That was, yeah. Right. We're going to move to the Lion of the Week as I try and find the Lion sound. There we go. Uh, we had a double We had a double Crystal Palace weekend. Now we've got a double Manchester City weekend because <laughs> the women are taking on Man City tomorrow night and the men's team are taking on the uh, the blue side of Manchester and Manchester City. The- Does that mean we can pick yeah. someone from the women's team for line of the week? I, I feel that would be <laughs> yes. Lauren James is fit. Lauren James is fit to play, which I had no doubts about, despite obviously her being sent home <clears> against <throat> Palace for being ill. But some people are like, oh, she's pulled up. No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't worry about that. I, I feel Lauren James will probably be the 
the lioness of the week for the women's team tomorrow. I feel that. But right for the men's team, you, uh, uh, who are we choosing? Who we got? Um, it's half tough in it because it's Manson. Petrovic. I'll go Petrovic. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking exactly. I was thinking exactly the same. But I'm not. Is Sanchez laugh. fit though? Because if Sanchez is fit, can you imagine that. Yeah, to be you fair, go- if he start, if he starts Robert Sanchez, I might not watch it. I'm gonna go I'll with Manu. I'm gonna go with Gusto. <laughs> nice shout there. Well, that's a good shout as well. Yeah, I just think like he's he's probably got a better chance on that right hand side against anyone than any other <laughs> players. Are, are you generally so... going with Petrovic, Chris? Oh no, 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 no. I am. Uh, I like to pick the different ones. It's boring, isn't it? Well, uh, I went, my my will gave I'm... me Washington. I'm, uh, I'm oh, good luck. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking. Of, I'm thinking of other defensive oh, no. players. Um, you know because... what? I'm gonna go with Gallagher again. I'm gonna nice. go with Gallagher. I think you don't want to know what mine just went. Oh, my uh, wheel. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> my wheel went with Robert Sanchez. I don't like that. I'm not talking that into existence. <laughs> I ain't doing it. No way. We aren't doing that. Come on, it's got to be Come someone on. who will play. Thiago Silva. Okay, I'll do. I don't think he'll yeah. play though. Yeah. <laughs> he'll come on. He might. He will yeah, come on. Yeah, if he doesn't best. start. He'll do his best. Right. Christmas questions. Uh, we didn't we didn't get to answer the questions on Tuesday's show because, you know, there was some some people weren't here, were they? Sorry. We saved planning a wedding. <laughs> we saved them for today. Um, Josh has asked, can you guys explain what the cup winners' cup was? I know Chelsea won it in ninety-eight. This one's for the older members of the group. Okay. Cup winners' cup was basically when it essentially the super cup. But for like the domestic cup, so if you won the FA Cup, yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah. A, the it um, was a base, yeah, the winners of the domestic cups, so the FA Cup played each other in a tournament, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I did, I thought I'd look into it properly and not just you know blag it, blag my way through this, and bluff it. Um, one team was allowed per country. The only exception was if you're a defending champion, you're allowed to defend your crown. Um, Chelsea were actually close to doing that in the ninety eight ninety nine season which was the final year of it we got to the semis only to be knocked out by Mallorca but yeah. I looked at that Lazio team as well they had Nesta Mihailovic Stankovic Mancini Almeida Nedved <laughs> Salah Salas and Vieri I mean we wouldn't have won yeah. we wouldn't have won no, no. But, wow no, what uh, a team that was. it would effectively <laughs> have been uh, Zola against them yeah I mean we did win it as well in 70-71 against Real Madrid but yeah. yes yeah. Sadly, I wasn't there, but no, none of us yeah, remember yeah. that. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> I mean, sadly, that that tournament got merged with the UEFA Cup, so you win a domestic cup, yeah. you qualify for that. But I prefer, oh, I prefer the Cup Winners' Cup. You know, at least to be there, you had to have won something and not finish sixth. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, right. Strizzy Five has said hot take. I don't think this is a hot take at all. But Petrovic becomes a top goalkeeper in the league by the end of the season. No, that is a hot yeah. take. <laughs> no, I can, yeah. I can see that. Is he, I can see no, it. Like, I'm, not I mean, saying, I'm not saying like it definitely won't happen, but I just think it, it's... I, I think it would be... He would have to be unbelievable to be considered one of the best play, Premier yeah. League goalkeepers. You're not, you're not by topping, the end of the, you're not topping Edison, Alisson or Martinez. But like, so he's got to be like... he's got his, his, his performances would have to go way up. I'm not, like, I'm not saying, even saying he's been bad. Like, I'm just saying he, he would have to be unbelievable. The only thing is, yeah, it, depends, it depends what when when you say top 
it depends what you mean because obviously the, the three you just named there, Mikey, are better. But yeah. then outside of that, he's probably not far away from the rest now. Like, I mean, Onana oh, oh, hasn't got any hands. <laughs> David David Raya forgets that he's a goalkeeper and just. I could see him getting Pe- if Petrovic at the end of the season is in the top five keepers. I think yeah, that, could, that that counts. He could get in he could get in the top five. I think he could get to, to fifth. I mean, who's gonna be beat fair. him? Pickford, Pope? I, I don't maybe Pope, depending if he has a like a, well, a Pope's good been injured. Of the season. Yeah. Been injured, Pick, Pickford well, so. faces like a hundred shots a game, so that's kind of unfair metrics, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Pick, yeah. And Pickford I, is just I, a I, shouting I, I, merchant anyway. Hasn't Pickford got a lot of clean sheets this season though? Yeah. Yeah. So start a housekeeping business. I've I've just looked, who do you think has made the most saves in the Premier League this season? You ain't gonna get it. Uh, I reckon it's Luton's keeper. It, it's not. Kaminsky. They're sixth. Kaminsky's on um, uh, a sixth place. It's going to be someone. If it's I tell you the team, it's Sheffield United, and it's hundred. I was going to say, is it Sheffield's keeper? But you oh, can't name Fodringer. their keeper, can you? No, it's it's West West it is indeed. It is West Fodringham. Yeah. I'll just have a look oh, at who's top of clean sheets. Um, they are shit, aren't they? Sheffield United. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good God. It is Pickford with eight, and then oh my word, Alison Becker and Onana are on seven. How is Onana on seven? Can we say is is Alison having a bit of a meh season for him? I think so. I don't know. Okay, got, I, uh, I didn't know if that was. I, I, still, I, I still think he, I still think he's the best keeper. Oh yeah, like head and shoulders above everyone else in the yeah, league. Yeah, I just don't in the world think anyway. That, but I don't think the standard is very high though, to be honest. Mm, and mm-hmm. do you know what? I actually don't think clean sheets either is a great metric for how good a goalkeeper is. No, because you can have like you can you can not get a clean sheet and a goalkeeper play unbelievably well. Yeah, uh, or you can and, get a clean and just sheet like the defense lets you down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Be nice if we didn't have to uh, worry about that. And we've got clean sheets every week, but you know, yeah, it would uh, be lovely. Our players don't do that, but right. Finally, Kits of Kings Road has asked, "Do you think it's time to drop Silver?" No, because he's he's my lion. <laughs> I don't want that to happen yet. Um, as much as I love him, it's evident we we play so much slower. I mean, it's a fair point. Well, I disagree. Yeah, but we've, we've got too many injuries at the minute, so it kind of has to play. And you need the experience, so uh, yeah. I think you need to just sort of <laughs> I, put, I, put him in out. Bell Silver did say we need a change, and we need to manage him better. I think. I think we need to manage him better. Yeah, that's kind of where not. I'm at because, like, he he originally came in as someone who we thought was going to be a bit of a relief player anyway, and he's ended up starting for us for like four seasons. Yeah. So like mm, yeah. he's like he is human at the end of the day. His body will be slowing down and breaking down, and it and it's not that he isn't good. He is good. It's just that when he has the ball, he holds on to it for a bit too long, and because he's nearly 40 years old he can't get up the pitch as quick as everyone else so the lines between the defense and the midfield just gets too large but that's why i think he's he'd be in such a good position if he just if he came on in more games in the second half if we're protecting a lead we can sit deep or even make a back three or whatever and then it's fine like mm. then it's no problem yeah. but i think you've got to play to his strengths a bit more it doesn't mean he isn't good it just means you need to be you need to tailor the team around him a little bit if you do want to play him yeah yeah on the topic of defenders, it, it, I'm not going to press the breaking news bunks. It's not. It's two hours old and it's not. It's, yeah. It, the Athletic reported that Reese James is back in light training, hopes to be back in full training next month. Right. That'll yeah, be in then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, so, no, no, yeah. no point. No point even no. talking about it. Rehabilitation uh, programs. I, 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 will, I, will, I will be happy. I will be happy when Reese James is back and I will believe he is injury free when he plays 10 games in a row. 
Oh, that that's a that's a biscuit bet for everyone. <laughs> Will he play ten games or more in a row? Nope. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. Not, well, like he'll he'll have to come on for ten uninterrupted times. Like he'll have to play on the pitch ten times mm. in a row without getting injured. And if he mm. can do that, yeah. I'm happy to have him back. Fair enough. I'm Fair glad enough. you cleared that up, Polly, because I was a bit unsure what you meant by ten <laughs> in, uh, games in a row. So oh, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm glad you cleared that up. Thank you. <laughs> No, right. no, because like he could have come on or he come off or whatever, like ten appearances. You mean, like, the, ten, ten, you mean like Mudrick row, yeah. playing like a few minutes and suddenly you notice he's playing a lot of games. No, he's not. Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's no, true. He's like a Stanley cameo in a Marvel film. He's there for a bit. Yeah. He's like, oh, there he was. He made appearance in this film. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but they're they're enjoyable. Mudrick's <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's great. Oh, Mudrick's the best great. mascot we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's time. <laughs> Lonami Carousel, the game of categories. And the category, uh, someone actually said that this sound lives rent free in their head. So I've got to play it on my. <laughs> oh. Has anyone seen Spurs? I love that song. Yeah. Sound. Right. The category is Carlo Ancelotti. So okay. this is, it's not too hard. I want you to name the top 25 players to have made the most appearances under the Italian. All clubs, all competitions. Mm. So, I will. How about we'll go with because he's he's on. We'll go Berth, Ollie, and Chris. So, Berth, who are you going to go with? Perlo. Perlo, he's on there. Is it, was it me now? Sorry, uh, Ollie. Um, oh. I'm going to go with Maldini. Yes. Stole my answer, Ollie. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, Nesta. Yes. Seidorf. Yes. Modric. Yes. Tony Kroos. Yes. Inzaghi. Oh, good one. If you mean Flippo, it is. Yeah. Um, Benzema. Yes. Katusa. Uh, yes. Oh, this one's right. Uh, you know, I actually don't know if this one Kaka. Yes, of course he is. Yeah. Nice. Oh, this is tough for me now. Um, I'm gonna go with Casemiro. <sighs> nope. You're out, ah, you're out. Chris, Chris, can you keep it up? Uh, Someone's going to use that in the Discord in the outer context. <laughs> I, know, I know it now. Uh, um, oh. I don't think where else he's been. Uh, I'll go with Kevchenko. Yes. Nice, that's a great shout. This one's again Rogue, Dida. Yes. Oh, nice one. Either. Uh friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, I remember so, that. I'll go with someone he's managed twice, I think. Oh. So he must be I'll be disappointed if he's not now. Shabby Alonso. <gasps> oh no. No. It's all oh, birth. Great. It's all birth's winner yes. again. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Birth's Good job, got... uh, can you can you name any of the others, Birth? Uh, so as Deed is my last one, I was gonna probably go down the Chelsea route next, and I was gonna probably say someone like 
I say Lampard, but I don't yeah, think well, that's... well, you'd have been completely wrong because only Shevchenko yeah. was the only Chelsea related. Yeah, I, did, I didn't list. think there'd be many Chelsea players. Yeah, because he was only there. He weren't there long enough, was it? Yeah, he he's been at Madrid for a while. I think some yeah. of the other there have been some other Madrid players. I think in you there. you could have had Costa Curta, Cafu, Christian Brocky, Daniel Carvajal, David Alaba, Come Federico on, Valverde, Kaladze, Marek wow. Jankolovsky. Massimo Ambrosini, Nacho Fernandez, Rodrigo, Rui Costa, and Serginho. Well, in fairness, I don't think I don't think there's loads. I don't think there's many names there that everyone's going to go. Oh, you should have got that. No, <laughs> I feel Rui Costa's <laughs> on there. I'm not that. Upset yeah, Rui Costa, with my... Cafu, yeah, Costa Curta, Cafu, yeah. Cafu, and Costa Curta as well. Costa yeah. Curta was so like, underrated. Like when Cafu was playing, I was like four. Like. <laughs> Costa you know when it was Real Madrid? The reason why I didn't go Real Madrid is it's so hard to keep track of when he was there and when he wasn't. Yeah. yeah. That's what worried me with Real Madrid. Oh, yeah, because he went to... He, remember that spell when he went to Everton? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Signed James Rodriguez, who... His career is interesting now. Just just look at oh, how many clubs... God, yeah. His club, he seems to sign for a new club and then he agrees to terminate his contract with them. Is he a streets won't forget player? You think for the World Cup? Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, the 2010 mm. World Cup version of Hammers Rodriguez. Same <laughs> with Isco. Oh, Isco. I, don't think, I, I don't know about Isco. <laughs> don't know about Isco. He's still he's doing Malag- good at Malaga version of Isco. He's doing good. He's still no. playing. He's at Rabatis. Yeah, he's doing quite well. Yeah, he's got fair a top play knot. to him. He's got a top knot now. So ah, uh, well, now he's ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, listeners, we're at the end of another episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. Treat yourself well. We'll be back Monday. We've got we've got games to review, both Man City. I, I don't know how it's going to go this weekend. I have no idea if we're going to look at two wins, two losses, a draw. And I don't know. It's not going to be two wins, is it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see the women beating Man City. <laughs> I get, but I get you're ever the optimist and I appreciate I it, brother. But two wins, are you are you joking? I <laughs> don't I don't know. It's it, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to keep saying that and, and, and sit on the fence. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see Monday. That's when we'll catch you later, listeners. That's us signing off. You've been listening to At The Bridge Pod, a Chelsea FC podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram by searching for At The Bridge Pod. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, leaving us a review is always appreciated.